Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. We have so much to talk about today, Tony. You feeling good about the show? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Yes, as long as we don't fumble it away on the goal line. No. That's an inside oh, joke, yeah, isn't inside. it? That's an inside, inside. joke. You understand it. If, if you, All the Wildcats understand it. Have you, if you, right? you heard me often as angry as I was when I talked to you on the phone Saturday afternoon from Evanston? I know how terrible you sounded and how angry you were. The Dukies understand that joke. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, some unexpected results in the NFL, a wild Saturday in college football, and two young winners at the U.S. Open. But we begin today with the long-awaited first Sunday of the NFL season. Let us start with the late game, a dull, easy win for Tampa Bay and Dallas. The headline of the game was that Dak Prescott broke a bone in his throwing thumb He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Well, Bond, do you take this result as a sign of things to come for both teams? Yeah, Tony, and, and more for Dallas. I'm not sure about Tampa yet. I know Tampa looked really good, and their defense looked good. And when Dak was in there, Tampa's defense smothered that offense. But I'm really looking at Dallas yeah. here because of the injury to Dak Prescott. And other factors. Tony, just over the last couple of years, the people that the Dallas offense doesn't have anymore, Amari Cooper. Lel Collins, who's now in Cincinnati, trying to block for, trying to protect that quarterback. They didn't do such a good job yesterday, but they, that's a big loss. No, Michael didn't. Gallup, Tony, no, who's out, and they got to get Michael Gallup back. And Tyron Smith, who's out until I think at least December. These are these are very pivotal players in the Dallas Cowboys offense. They don't have any offense. They couldn't score with Dak in. Now he's out. Yeah. So I'll be dismissive of Tampa Bay in this regard. I called you before the game, and I told you I thought they were going to lose. I know. They did not lose. I was very impressed that Tom Brady got the ball out of his hands so quickly, given the fact that he has a makeshift offensive line that may have lost another player yesterday. But he's the GOAT. He's supposed to do that. They're in a lousy division, Mike. They're going to be okay. Yeah, they are. They'll be fine. It's the same thing with Dallas all the time. Just it never stops. The last two years on get up, on first take, Will Dak get his money? Will Ezekiel Elliott get enough carries? When will they fire Mike McCarthy? Now we're doing it again. And if Dak Prescott gets back at a reasonable time, all you're going to hear is this. Will Dak get him to the playoffs? Mike, they have it. I know you agree with this. Disproportionate amount of coverage for a team that is disappointing on a regular basis. So spare me. They're just not as important as the coverage would suggest, even though we just led with them. Intradivisional yeah. matchups produced some compelling results. Khalil Mack had three sacks and a forced fumble. Chargers beat the Raiders. Justin Jefferson, my God, had a huge day as the Vikes upset the Packers, throttled them. Joe Burrow, five turnovers, Tony. And Evan McPherson missed that kick to win. And the Steelers beat the Bengals as always, this time in OT. The Saints come back from 16 down in the fourth to beat the Falcons. And Mike McDaniel's Dolphins. I mean, they really handled Bill Belichick's Patriots convincingly. Tony, which result was most intriguing to you? The most intriguing one to me, and I'm going to rate them in order, 
was the Chargers beating the Raiders. After that, it was the way the Dolphins blanketed the Patriots. I'm going to discount the Cincinnati thing because they should have won that game. Right. The point after got blocked, they should have won that game. I'm going to discount the New Orleans game against Atlanta because they stink, and I don't care about them. (laughs) And I'm going to discount the Minnesota win for this reason, Mike. Green Bay Bay has a history of losing very early and then still winning 12 or 13 games. I believe Matt LaFleur's record in opening games is 2-2, and and he's 37-9 and after that, so I discount that. I'm going to say the Chargers first, Mike, because I think they could be a real good team. And I think Justin Herbert is on the verge of being a real good quarterback. I want to get the numbers. 26 of 34 with no picks, and they beat a playoff team. That's impressive to me. That's the best division in, in, in football, the AFC West. Every divisional game matters in that one. Tony, I, I tend to agree with you about I'm, – I'm going to call them this the whole time. So I don't want to hear anybody in my ear telling me, but they play in Los Angeles now. They're the San Diego Chargers. And they wore the right <laughs> uniforms yesterday. And I, I love them. I love watching them. And they got Khalil Mack. And I'm sorry, I'll just have to go from 152 jersey in blue and orange to the 52 jersey in the baby blue. Because Khalil Mack was a wrecker yesterday. Right. Like he was in his first few games yeah. with the Bears that whole first season. That's right. And so, yeah, but – I am not about to dismiss the Vikings, okay? Because Kirk okay. to Jefferson, okay. Captain Kirk. Tony, Jefferson may be the best receiver in football, and they have him. And he is a game wrecker. And he wrecked the – listen, Aaron Rodgers has to take some of the blame, Tony, for what happened with Green Bay. Sure. Because he can go out oh, there and sure. criticize those young players if he wants. But he wasn't there for the OTAs, and he wasn't there in training. He was there. But he didn't play in the preseason. Did he? Did he? It's a question. Right. It's not a comment. Did he spend enough time with those young players like Brady would have and often does when he's in that situation? Well, Did Aaron Rodgers do that? Wasn't there this Tony, year. the Vikings no. are on to something, and the Packers may be okay. on to something they don't want to be, which is more okay. than a week one disappointment. Let me just get very briefly to the Patriots. They got handled. They did. Miami often beats them in Miami historically. That, that happens a lot. Who knows? It's only the first week. But a couple of years ago, everybody asked the same question. Who's more responsible for the Patriots' success? Is it Brady or is it Belichick? Right now, today, just in this small sample, it really looks like Brady, not Belichick. Let's move to quarterbacks who famously changed addresses in the offseason. Tonight, you will see Russell Wilson for Denver going against his old team in Seattle. But yesterday, we saw Carson Wentz win with his new team in Washington. Baker Mayfield lose with his new team in Carolina. And Matt Ryan tie with his new team. Indianapolis. Wilbon, which of these quarterbacks, the three of them, their debuts stuck out to you? <sighs> really none of them. But Carson Wentz, really? I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a guy who doesn't believe in Carson Wentz. And he came through. Right. He came through for yeah. that team, and he came through late, and they won the game. So let me give some credit to Carson Wentz for now. Baker Mayfield is the most over-talked-about professional athlete in America, period. The commercials are great. You can talk about the commercials all you want because they were great. They're not even on anymore because he's got a new uniform. But, 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 but yeah. Indianapolis should not be in that position. They got people picking them to win the AFC, mostly because they can come through a weaker division, not the AFC West. But I'm going to go Carson Wentz, Tony. I just thought the, the, the Washington football team, by whatever name, I thought they might lose that game yesterday. He came through for them. Yeah, so I watched the red zone, as you know, and the least attractive game in the entire slate of early games was Jacksonville at Washington. Yeah, so I it was agree rare that. that I get to see anything about that game. 
Then in the fourth quarter, I see, they show it, that Carson Wentz has two terrible interceptions. He did. <laughs> terrible. So I assume they're going to lose the game to Jacksonville. Then I find out he has four touchdown passes, two of them after the two but interceptions. That's who he is. So as with that's you, who he is. my hat is off to him, though I don't trust him at all. Baker Mayfield, I rooted for him. I wanted him to win. He did not win. He's off the radar for the rest of the year. You're never going to hear for about you, him again. Let me get you to Indianapolis. You are now put him on the radar. You and Greeny, well, two of my dearest friends. You now. and Greeny, Baker Mayfield. He's off now. He's right. off now. Indianapolis is important because Washington is yeah. not a good team and Carolina is not a good team. Indianapolis is purported to be a good team. Your friend Frank Reich, my friend too. Three quarterbacks in three different years now. Philip Rivers. Carson Wentz, and now Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan. He should have won that he game. He should have. Houston stinks. Slow start. He should have won though. that game. won that game. You're right. We're going to stick with quarterbacks. Kind of. Trey Lance and the Niners got stuck in the mud in Chicago. The Bears didn't score in the first half. Couldn't even complete a pass. But Justin Fields led his team to three second-half touchdowns and a win at swampy Soldier Field. Tom, what, if anything... Does this result say to you about Justin Fields and or Trey Lance? I'm going to stay away from Justin Fields because he's your account. He had 121 yards passing, 51 on a broken play when he went from the left side to the right side. 71 yards on all the other passes is just not much, so you can deal with him. Trey Lance is a different story. The story of this game is San Francisco lost. They are allegedly a playoff team. The Bears are allegedly one of the worst teams in the Maybe league. the worst. So the question every single time that San Francisco loses a game, the question's going to be the same. Is Trey Lance up to this job? And yesterday he did not look like it. I'm going to yield the rest of my time to you and just say this. I thought it was insane to keep Jimmy Garoppolo. He may have to he bail have to out play. that team he in three weeks. He may have to weeks. play. Look, Trey Lance yes. is, is you know, still a work in progress very much and the beginning part of that scale. But, Tony, he did some things yesterday. He's a magician. I mean, in terms of avoiding rush, avoiding pressure, and it's going to come together. The question is, will it take too long for this season? Justin Fields and the Bears, Justin Fields has no weapons. He has no line. Even with a win, he has no line and he has no weapons. All the passes he completed were to his backs. He couldn't even get the ball to Mooney. He couldn't get the ball to, 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 to the Notre Dame tight end we have. He could and yet he made those plays. The plays weren't broken because of somebody else. Justin Fields broke that down. Like a young Steve Young, Tony. Maybe even like a young Fran Tarkenton. Justin Fields made, Tony, the Bears stink. They have no players other than they got the quarterback. And he made those plays and created them. So I don't know if the Bears have – they got to go to Green Bay. We got to go to Green Bay next week. I don't know what that means. But Justin you, you Fields want to put him was right the man. now with Steve Young and Fran Tarkenton. Well, early. right now you want to go that far? Early on. That's optimism. Early on. Let's take a break. Yeah. Coming up, we'll get to the insane weekend of college football, which included Northwestern coming Ugh. so close Ugh. before fumbling it away. We got to show that, really. We got to show that. Well, the winners of the U.S. Open dominate tennis going forward. They laid out a lot, apparently. Oh, I mean, I, I look at Indianapolis. Every year, they're supposed to be a playoff team. Yeah, they get late starts, too, like the Packers, though. They get off to some slow starts. They- Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. 
As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Time to hear from the Littles in mail time. Let me see what's first here. Here we go. College football was bonkers this weekend. Yeah. Who had the biggest win and loss? Well, the biggest loss is the guy who lost his job. Just one guy lost his job, Scott Frost, at Nebraska. And this has been coming right. for a long time. It's not just like this was the, only, the one and two start with the two losses they've got, including one to, to my guys in, in Ireland. It's, it's the four years, Tony. He, he's not the savior that they thought. And Nebraska, folks, you know, a great many people at Nebraska, Mike Gleason, starting with you, who I love, and they all think too much of their talent. They, they do. They, all the time they think they've got this great team. They don't. And Scott Frost is paying for this, and he overrates it probably too. And the biggest win, I guess, Appalachian State again. You know, I think so, Tony. Yeah. They pop up and they have these wins, and they're so impressive. They go on the road. They get money to presumably lose, and they don't lose. or They lose most of them, but they win. They beat Michigan. They beat, they beat Notre Dame. It's amazing. Or beat the Texas A&M. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I agree with you about Nebraska. I agree with you about Nebraska, and I'll tell you why. Because Appalachian State went to the big house and beat Michigan. Yes. People know that they can do this. Yes. And they go and they beat. It's interesting. I think that's a bigger loss, Texas A&M's, than Notre Dame's. Notre Dame, by the way, loses to Marshall, which had Randy Moss. I think it's bigger because they allegedly had the greatest recruiting class in the world, and everybody asked who who paid for them. And Jimbo Fisher got in a back and forth with Nick Saban about that whole thing. You know, but I agree with you with Scott Frost, because you can't lose to Georgia Southern, because they're not App State, and they're not Marshall. The biggest win for me, and you may find this surprising, is Alabama. No, I sort of agree. Alabama should have lost that game. Yep. Alabama, there should have been a safety. Texas had that kid down, and they took the safety away, and they would have won that. The fact that they stayed undefeated prevents a volcano effect in college football. And Bryce Young made two plays at the end of that game that were spectacular. A spectacular pass and an escape and a run down the right side to set up that field goal. So I actually think Alabama had the biggest win. I do. Tony, they stay undefeated. And Nick Saban's going to have some talking points and some teaching points for the next few weeks that them young men had better listen to. Yeah. You're going to hear the word rat poison a lot. (laughs) Which U.S. Open winner is more likely to be a dominant player going forward? Iga Sviantek or Carlos Alcaraz? Neither. I'm going to tell you why. 
on the men's side, Tony. All summer I've been with this, spring and summer. There's great young players popping up out of the weeds everywhere in tennis. You got Alcaraz, you got Rude, you got, you still have Joker and Nadal, who are not young, but are still great. You have Tiafo, who's sort of still fairly young at 24 years old. You got Medvedev. These guys are going to win. So nobody's going to dominate them. And if he does dominate them, he's a truly great young player. On the women's side, Osaka and Barty, I realize there's uncertainty there. Barty said she's retired. I don't believe it. Osaka, we don't know. I hope she comes back strong. Golf, Sabalinka, Radakanu, Jabor, Pagula, Danielle Collins. I mean, Sloan Stevens might still be in the mix. There's too many people for anybody to dominate. Right. No dominance. This is going to be a great stretch of spreading around like the 1980s. So I heard John McEnroe, and I take him at his word, say this is the first of many for Alcaraz. He was incredibly McEnroe impressed with money. Alcaraz. You could, you could see it and you yeah. could hear it. Yeah. Alcaraz went out there and you said he was dead against Tiafa because he, he went be. five sets. He, wasn't. he went 19 sets in his last four matches Stud. and was fresh Studly. every time he walked out there. But I agree with you. There's more male. I think it's a wider lane in the women's division than the men's division. Yep. And Sviantek has done something that's important. This isn't her first. She's only 21. This is her third. Yeah. At three, you ask the question, how good is this person? At five or six, you say this person is great. I just think it's going to be easier for her to dominate. Barty is Depends. retired. Depends about... Serena oh, oh, is gone. True. Osaka, Osaka who has four, you don't know if she's ever going to play again. I think each one know. of them is going to win Enough some female. More. I do. Let's take a break. Coming up, Brian Dayball goes for it in his debut as the Giants head coach. And Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson get off to pretty darn good starts. You agree that three's the number in tennis where you I, pay I attention? I think so. I think right? so, Tony. Three. Yeah. Yeah. But the men are yeah. going to be like the 80s, right from, from McEnroe and Borg and Lindell, right through Becker and all those guys and Edberg. They, they, I mean, it's just... There's too many good men. I don't think anybody's going to, Alcaraz going to dominate, even though I think I Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Happy time, people. Happy 33rd birthday, Freddie Freeman. Freeman was the National League MVP two years ago and the best player on the Atlanta World Series champions last year. And why is he with the Dodgers now? Especially since everybody, including Freddie Freeman, 
thought he would be a Brave for life. That's a subject of much conjecture still circling around the Braves management and Freeman's advisors. What we are all sure about is that Freeman is killing it with the Dodgers, the best team in baseball. Freeman is leading the National League in batting at 331. He's eighth in RBI with 90. He's second in runs scored with 100 and second in OPS at 930. Dodgers, Braves, Mets, Cardinals. Who you got? I mean, if the Mets are the best team, I, if those two aces stay I healthy the Dodgers, going no. in. The huh? Mets aren't the best. The Dodgers, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball and have been for I'll about four years. I'll take the Cardinals years. over the Dodgers, and I hate the Cardinals, but I'll take them over the Dodgers if they get in the series against one another. That'd be Knock a great yourself out. Too. I'll take your money. Happy anniversary, Vince Coleman. On this day 35 years ago, Cardinals outfielder stole his 100th base of the season for the third straight season. Coleman had 110, 107, 109. Man. That was the last time anybody stole 100 bases in a season. Maybe the new pickoff rules, limiting the amount of times a pitcher can throw over, will change that. Maybe outlawing defensive shifts, making bases bigger, maybe that will help. That year, Coleman had 153 singles, most of which he turned into doubles by stealing. Coleman is sixth all-time with 752 stolen bases. The current active leader, D. Strange Gordon, has only 336. The major league leader in steals this year is John Birdie of Miami with 32. Coleman and Ricky Henderson had 32 by May. Which leads me to ask you this. Game seven, you're playing for a championship. You're under these, you know, the old days rules like National League Baseball, even though Ricky was in the American League. Who are you taking to steal right. a base, Henderson or Coleman? Well, I'm going to take Ricky Henderson. Uh, you know, I'm going to take Ricky okay, Henderson. You Aren't you? Come yeah, on. but you got to hesitate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a trust, a hell no, no, of a no, choice no. right there. Whoever you take, I'm going to be Abby okay trails. with the other guy. Happy trails to the Titans in their home opener. The New York football giants, who are a bad team and haven't had a winning record at any point in the season since 2016, have won now. They scored a late touchdown and then unhesitatingly went for the two-point conversion, not wanting to tie that game. Daniel Jones, who was quite good all game, ran right, then shoveled the ball back left to Saquon Barkley, who was great all game. And the Giants went up 21-20 with 106 left. When Tennessee's Randy Bullock missed a 47-yard field goal at the buzzer, the Giants had won for first-time coach Brian Dayball, who promised the team he'd be aggressive. And as a result, the Titans, last year's number one seed in the AFC playoffs, lost at home in what I think is the biggest upset of the day. Michael Strahan, in his pregame comments on his show, made this incredibly compelling, persuasive case to me in live time about the Giants being different because of this head coach and what he was going to do to change them starting yesterday. And you're like, at the end of those three and a half hours, you're like, oh my God, Strahan, this is not crystal ball. I mean, he saw this. They are now worth watching, and the Giants haven't been worth watching for five or six years, Tony. They're the Jets, they've right. been as bad as the Jets, the same record essentially mm. for five years. Not as bad not quite as bad as the Jets. Yes, but you're right. And as because bad as the Jets. And it was a giant, exactly. it's important. But they've had two or three guys who are going to change everything around, and they never changed anything no, around. Change anything. Maybe this will work. It was great that he went for two. Let's go to the big fish. Let's do it. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson both easily won their openers, which was the bigger oh, deal. Oh, Lamar Jackson because of the contract drama. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mahomes is great. Spreading it around. Cheetah, what? The He's Eagles edge the Lions. Who kept coming back? Were you impressed? Um, I mean, you can discount it because it's the Lions, but the Eagles look pretty good. You know, 
The path to the Super Bowl in the NFC is easier than the AFC. Some people are even mentioning the Eagles. Seems weird, but it's a good start. Albert Pujols, homered twice over the weekend. He's now up to 697. You're excited for him, right? He passed A-Rod for fourth. He's got 18 home runs this year in his 40s. Shohei went yeah. 101.4 miles per hour on a fastball beating the Astros Saturday. Was that a big deal? Well, you go over 100. When you're the starting pitcher and you're in, like, not the first inning, you're not out there for one inning, go over 100. That's a big deal. He's getting better as a pitcher all the time. Last one, the Aces beat the Sun in game one of the WNBA Finals. Your thoughts? The Aces are the best team. I'd like to see a long, protracted series that I like watching WNBA playoff games particularly. But this could be a sweet tone. The Aces are that good. They're the best team this year. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. Now to get you set for Monday Night Football, here's Susie Culber and the Countdown Crew. Hold your pose. We're on a jumbotron. Oh, are we? Yeah. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.